Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic night of Fandom Access. I am your ever-faithful host, AJ. Greetings and salutations. So how is everyone tonight? Uh, Jamie is not going to be joining us. She's a little under the weather. So it's just going to be me and Karen tonight. And as soon as... Oh, there we go. So we are just going to be discussing... Uh... Star Trek Strange New Worlds, and actually, no, <laughs> what the hell? <sighs> Apologies, my computer's acting up. Um, Strange New Worlds, and what else did we watch? Oh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Duh. Yes, I am a little discombobulated tonight, people. I'm sorry. But it makes for a more interesting show, you know, give you people something to laugh at. And let me let Karen in. Good evening. Hi, AJ. How are you? Good. How are you this evening? I'm surviving. This is about all you can hope for sometimes, right? Yeah. Uh, So, quick show tonight. Yeah. Uh, I guess Jamie be here shortly. I guess. I'm no, J- uh, how are you going to have... text? No, she leaves. Um, Jamie, Jamie is not coming tonight. Her mouth is really sore after her dentist. So she uh, wouldn't be able to talk. Yeah. She was, that was very tired like and very tired and uh, couldn't talk really. So she uh, opted to discuss... Okay. Uh, the Walking Dread with you next week. But if you like, you can like, quickly recap uh, your thoughts on sure. it and you guys can touch base more next week. Um, sure. i got to tell you, this might be the single worst episode ever of Fear the Walking Dead. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm glad you're sharing. Which <laughs> is very sad because it was Alicia Debnam Carey's last episode. Um, oh, that's right. There's been a lot of speculation about would she leave the show. She's got this new show coming on FX, and would she leave, would she be on both? And, like, she wrote this long, long Instagram post about how it was her last show. So she's gone. And uh, spoiler alert, she doesn't die. She doesn't, she doesn't meet Madison. Madison is, yeah, good for her, right? But on the show this long. It's horrible. It's a horrible show. I'm glad she, she got off it and got a better show. Right? Yeah. Um, but Madison, her mother is coming next week. And this week they had Alicia like right off into the sunset by herself. Um, and Madison is coming next week, which is really like, like I would have liked for them to meet or like, you know, I mean, right. That's just, you'd think that they would have like, I mean, I I guess like next week, I mean, you know what though? All right. To be fair. I guess if her mother had shown up, she wouldn't ride off into the sunset because she'd want to stay with mom, who she's lost been dead this whole time, I guess. But it's just, yeah. it, 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 the writing of it, the writing of it's really bad. It's like, really? She, you know, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, I'm glad I stopped but, watching yeah, a long she, time ago. She's been like, she's been like bitten by a walker, like 
last season, like a million episodes ago, she's bitten by a walker and she's been looking, having all these fevers and looking like shit. And she looks like the walker. She looks so bad, like she's going to die all the time. Um, <laughs> and, and like, maybe they could have her turn into a walker, meet Madison, but then she turns and Madison has to put her down, right? Or something really dramatic could have happened for their meeting, right? But no, they had Alicia make up with Strand. And like, she like oh my god the whole episode almost the whole episode was like a like a hallucination like a like there's a little girl who's oh, talking no. to her she meets this little girl yeah and the little girl is like no Alicia we can get help or whatever follow me and the girl will never take off her mask and you know you know that Alicia it's the inner Alicia it's a it's a hallucination of herself right like you know that um, I'm sure you love that face. oh my god the whole thing was like a conversation with her inner child that she's hallucinating except for when she hallucinated that like she rescued a bird and it came and sat on her hand um <laughs> she hallucinated <laughs> that also um and she and strand like made up and like you know strand like okay they bring like they turn strand into a villain and then they bring him back in this episode like alicia actually says like i love you and he says i love you and you know alicia oh, dear God. because yeah Walking Dead, you don't need happy endings. Also, like now you know how now you know how the flagship's gonna end. Maggie and and Negan are gonna tell each other they love each other and go to the city. Oh yeah! Oh my god, it was terrible. (laughs) Like, and you turn Strand into the big bad for the whole season and have him kill all these people Alicia loves and try to kill others, and then they're like, "No, I love you." Oh, I tried to do it for you, and then. In the end, Alicia leaves her group, right, because she's like, they're all getting in these rafts and, like, rowing out to the Gulf of Mexico to go somewhere. I don't know. Anyway, Alicia's like, I can't go with you guys because I don't know when I'm going to turn into a zombie and change, and I don't want to, like, hurt any of you guys. I'm going to go by myself and go try to help. But I'm going to go off and try to help people who need help find a safe place. So, first of all, I'm like, okay, first of all, like, so you don't want to turn into a zombie and bite your own people, but it's okay if you turn into a zombie and bite the new people, right? Oh, yeah. And second, I was like, just... right? Yeah, I guess that's okay. But also, you're like, oh, I don't, I don't want to turn into a zombie and bite you guys. The people she's with, Strand, Morgan, Luciana, like Daniel killed 100 people before the zombie apocalypse, right? Like, like <laughs> I'm pretty sure they can handle themselves and put you down if you turn, right? Like it was so it was it was it really really was a terrible terrible episode and I don't understand why these showrunners like I mean if Jamie was here you'd hear twenty more minutes of like ridiculous things that happened in this episode that are just so bad oh also Daniel like they basically came out and said like Daniel's dementia was pretty much cured by Charlie um, by being around Charlie right you heard us talk about that last week and somebody I saw somebody wrote a comment on Facebook that said like that is so insulting from every person who's ever had a family member with dementia that like basically you just weren't loved enough to cure them right like he was cured by because he loved Charlie so much and like is that a slap in the face to, I was like wow that, that's a pretty interesting take on it right <laughs> terrible. dementia isn't yeah it was just, it's so bad. It was a terrible, terrible episode. And so, like, also the promo, like, I didn't really like the way. So in, in the next week, Morgan meets Madison, which, of course, Morgan and Madison have never met, right? So it's going to be, like, this whole, like, right. oh, wait, you know Alicia? I know Alicia. Which Alicia? Alicia Clark? I know Alicia Clark, right? Um, That's my daughter. And in the promo, 
Yeah. In the promo, these people are like, um, they're trying to get Morgan's baby away from him. They're like, Morgan, you keep stealing babies. We know you stole that baby. Give it back to us. And he's like, no, it's my baby. <laughs> and then Madison shows up. And it turns out, like, in the promo, Madison's like, no, I steal the babies because the baby's better off with you. Uh, with me, like, Madison apparently is a baby robber. And she says to Morgan, like, um, don't worry, you'll get over losing your child. I did. <laughs> Which obviously you didn't if you became a baby mm-hmm. uh, Yeah, the whole thing is so bad. So because, so bad. Like so I, because, because Nick, Nick, wait, hold on, because Nick died, she started stealing babies? I guess, right? Yeah, I, or she doesn't even know Nick and Alicia, I mean, she was presumed dead, right? She never saw Oh, that's Nick right, Nick died. died. Oh, she didn't. She didn't see Nick die. I thought Nick died before her. No, Charlie shot Nick. Right? Did Madison know that Nick was killed? I don't think so. I mean, I could be wrong, obviously, but I could have swore that that she, knew Nick she was, was already that that Nick was dead before her. I, again, I could be wrong. I wasn't watching it. I just I could have swore that you guys had talked about because didn't Nick Nick died shortly after I stopped watching? I thought. Yeah, Charlie shot Nick, and then eventually Alicia forgives Charlie, right, and becomes like her BFF um, and like big sister or whatever. I don't know. At, at any rate, I just can't believe like Andrew Chambliss and what's the other guy's name? Ian Goldberg, is that his name? These two showrunners are so horrible. Scott Gimple is so horrible. There's no continuity, right? There's like um, – Another person I saw on Facebook today wrote, so everybody has to wear gas masks all the time, but the horses are fine breathing the air and don't die. <laughs> right? Shit like that. Or, like, one week there's unlimited bullets, the next week, I, I, look, I can't even, you've heard it, you've heard it for years, you know the complaints. It, it was a terrible hour of television. It might be the worst episode ever of Fear the Walking Dead. And the only good thing about it is, like, Alicia Demon Carey is free to go be on a better show. Yeah. She wrote a really nice post about how grateful she was for her time on the show. And I'm like, wow, she's really not burning any bridges here. Um, but she's got to be thrilled to be off this piece of crap show. That they, I read that they've lost 4 million yeah. viewers from the first episode of the season to this last episode. Oh, I'm sure. Night. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was terrible. It was terrible. Horrible hour of television. Uh so anyway, let's just leave that steaming pile of crap there and move on with our lives. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> and I thought I was being I thought I was being crude by calling it the walking dread every week. <laughs> oh my god, it was so bad. Now Jamie would be like, Well, it wasn't very good, but I still like part of it. That's what Jamie's gonna say next week, right? Or she was like she's like although she texted me, I was like, That was horrible and she's like, Yeah, it was pretty bad. But Jamie always like never hates it quite as much as I do. Yeah. Um, but Jamie was like, yeah, that was a bad episode. Um, uh, and I knew it would be because, you know, they released it a week ahead on AMC. So, like, when last week's episode aired and all the comments came piling in and reviews, like, a lot of people were like, oh, I've seen next week. That's shitty also. Yeah. I just can't imagine, AJ, why do we not have a show? If it's so easy to write a TV, if you could write any kind of crap that you want that makes no sense and have a TV show, why don't we have one? Oh, I know, because we haven't pitched one yet. But if we do, it's got to be better than Yeah, that, I was right? just going to say, that, that, that's a good question. Why haven't we? Oh, my God. 
I mean, hell, yeah. People are internet famous. People are internet famous for doing nothing. We actually have ideas. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Terrible. Let's, let's let's move along from from that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, um. What do you want to do first? Strange New Worlds or Obi Wan? Let's do Strange New Worlds because it's only one episode, and Obi Wan was two. Although they were kind of short episodes. Strange World was long. <laughs> it felt so short to me. Although I did fall asleep in the middle of it because I, I, I woke up at like four in the morning and couldn't sleep because I'm so stressed, yeah. right? And I was like, maybe I'll watch this video and then I fell asleep. Yeah, um, the first episode of do... Obi-Wan was like 50-some minutes and then the second one was like 40-something. It was like an hour and a half total. But anyway. It felt like they flew by. Maybe because they were good. Because it was so good. Um, but anyway, let's yeah. change the world. <laughs> okay. Um, so the Gorn, I'm like, oh, the Gorn, I know the Gorn, like, and not just from last week, like the Gorn are like old Star Trek. So I had to Google the Gorn to like yeah. remind myself who the Gorn were because they're from the original series. And the picture is hilarious because they're like crocodile people. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> they look like a Doctor Who villain, actually, don't they? They look like a, like a Doctor Who. They I was like, thinking. They have a crocodile head. I was thinking they were like poor man's flea stack. I, you know, I remember the Gorn from the original series. So I mean, you know, they haven't been around really since the original series. So the uh, yeah, technology, you know, so the, the CGI hasn't been kind. Yeah, I read that they were mentioned in lower decks a couple times, and they uh-huh. mentioned in, there was a Star there was a Star Trek animated series that they were in, but that is not considered canon that show apparently which I never have watched or really was aware of, I don't think. But anyway, they, they were mentioned, like, by La'on, La, La is that how we're going to say her name? Um, yeah. Like a week, like last week. They kind of set that, it's kind of cool how they set it up, right? Like, they set that up with her. Like, mm. like that's such a, like, a, such a, like, it was set up as such a, like, definitive part of her life and how she and Una became, like, so close, right? Una rescued her and she brought it up and you, like, I wasn't really expecting to have, like, a Gorn episode right away. Um, I thought it was good. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I liked it a lot. And I tell you, I got to say, I like I like Leon more and more every week. Like, and the, I'll tell you, once again, this week, I was getting some serious uh, uh, drummer vibes. Oh, my yeah. God. She's like, we're going to start calling her, like, baby drummer because she, she, I mean, she looks like her. She sounds like her. Um, yeah, I mean, we we learned a little more about her. We learned she had a brother that apparently sacrificed himself so she could escape Gorn. Um, and you know, I gotta say, pretty um, sneaky. Well, I don't know, sneaky or clever. Clever, clever is the word I want. Clever of the creators of this show to have this episode uh, right around Memorial Day. You know, it's oh, the yeah. start of the episode. Yeah. It's, it's Starfleet Remembrance Day, and you know Monday we just had um, Memorial, Day. Memorial Day. So yeah, yeah, that struck I me also. That pretty, I thought that was pretty clever. Nicely that lined up. Yeah, that was cool. Um, yeah. It, it. I also kind of liked it. Like it was a bit of a departure, I think. For like, I feel like on Star Trek, none of the aliens are ever like, like evil or raw. Like, okay, I mean. They kind of are, but 
um, like the Gorn, they reminded me of the Reavers from Firefly, the way Lon was saying, like, they're just bloodthirsty, they just hunt you, they never yeah. stop, they want to kill you, they want, right? I'm like, oh, these are the Reavers. But I, I feel like often on Star Trek, you know, by the end of the episode, they're not evil, they're just misunderstood. We just couldn't communicate with them. They just didn't this, they just, right? Like, I mean, okay, the Klingons even. So the, I mean, the Klingons on, on Discovery were a little more bloodthirsty than previous Klingons, but the Klingons do have a point of view, right? Um, yeah. And they're not just, like, killing for the sake of killing the way the Gorn were kind of described. Um, I mean, I guess it's not the Gorn's fault that they eat meat and they have to, like, hunt down some humans to eat, right? But, <laughs> I guess. But I guess they could use um, replicator like civilized people. Um, but I, yeah, no, I, I kind of like that. Um, kind of interesting. Yeah, I liked it, too. Because, I mean, other than the Borg, I mean, 30 years later, the Borg can be talked, you know, reasoned with. Everything up to yeah. Picard this season, the Borg, big Borg were bad, bad Borg. Um, yeah. You know, so, yeah, it's kind of, I kind of, you know, I like, I kind of liked it because, you know, like you just said, you know, every speed, every time we have first contact, it's like you get into a fight with them and it's like, oh, wait. It's just a misunderstanding because of our different ways. No, the Gorn just want to eat us. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, just want to eat us. Yeah. You know, I, I really like the way Strange New World is involving everybody. You know, I mean, Pike is your lead. Um, and, of course, everybody knows and loves Spock. But everybody else on that bridge is really getting um, – time, you know, Ortiz is getting time, and it's funny, because last week we were talking about how number one pretty much ran the episode with very little Pike and Spock, and this week, she got sidetracked, or side, not sidetracked, but sidelined, because she was, uh, she was hurt, Injured. you know, so she was in the med bay the whole time. Yeah. So it's like, they but, find but reasons the for bay... why... Right, they're not, you're, it's yeah. not like you're just sideline and just not in the episode. There's like an actual reason why right. you're not in the episode very much. Yeah. But I like I kind of like those. I mean, I like those sick bay. Boy, this is a busy sick bay on this ship. Um, I like those sick bay scenes. I'm a little, Miss Chapel's a little, I don't know if she's going to, she's more competent than the doctor, which is a little bit of a problem maybe, but I, I kind of liked how he says, don't you have an interest in archaeological medicine? And um, and then, you know, later in the next scene, they're like, oh, we're going to have to give you an IV. Oh, we're going to have to actually sew your wound. And, like, that they call it archaeological. Yeah. That was kind of fun. Yeah. Archaeological. Um, that reminded me of um, uh, the episode, or not the episode, but um, the Voyage Home Star Trek movie when they go back to, uh, I think it's 1988, I think it is. Um, and... Uh, Bones is, you know, they're walking around the hospital and Bones is like, you know, like, he's like, oh my God, they're still operating on people in this way? Savages. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Still operating. They don't have, like, just like that bed or whatever. Yeah. Um, but hey, it's important to know that. Like, this is, like, that kind of reminded me, you know how at, like, the Naval Academy, um, they still make cadets learn how to navigate by the stars and how to, like, actually right. fail and shit like that, right? And not just rely on your computer in case your computer goes yeah. out. You have to be able to look at the stars. And it kind of, like, 
was a little bit like that, I get. Like, she, she actually has to learn how to – actually, I don't think she really knew how to sew. She just knew you could do it, right? And, like, she's like, well, if I give you an actual IV, um, that was kind of cool. And, like, Uhura, Uhura had a pretty decent storyline. And also, like, yeah. for a Xeno language, whatever she is, a, a language specialist, she's getting out of that, uh, like, you know, Lieutenant Uhura well, she, in the original spent a lot of time in that chair, yeah. you know? Well, she's also, at this point, she's a cadet, so she has to, you know, it's kind of, it's kind of like, like when, you, you know, when you're uh, becoming a doctor, you know, you might specialize in this, that, or the other thing, but first you have to go through and do everything to decide what you want to specialize in, you know? Right. And that's kind of what she's going through right now. This is her engineering rotation. Yeah. But it's a good, it's a good conceit. Like, it's a good, it gets her, you know, it's a good explanation yeah. for why it gets her off the bridge and um like it, it it's working for me i also really um enjoyed the scene there's a scene where they have to vent the cargo bay and hammer and uhura like you know they tie they put on their suits they tie themselves up for whatever they vent it and then when pike is like are you there are you there and they think they died right and, like, the yeah. way Pike takes that, like, you see how he, like, hangs his head and he's so, like, you know, devastated and, like, the sigh of relief when he's, like, that was pretty, Yeah. I mean, it's a level of acting we don't always see from our starship captains on the show, right? Anson Mount is pretty good and, and they're, yeah. you know, making him a more uh, complex captain. Yeah. I think. Definitely. Um. I thought it was pretty good. I'm pretty happy with this show so far, I think. Yeah. Like, Artie and I were talking tonight, and he's like, you know, I haven't, I, there hasn't been an episode that I've been bored with yet. You know, like, Discovery, there was a couple of ho-hum episodes this season. But so far, this has been pretty uh, entertaining. And I think part of it's because, you know, it's the first season. Um, we're learning, you know, we're getting to know a lot of the characters. So I think that has a lot to do with it. And I love Ortiz. She's funny. I love this, her, her little fucking quirky comments. <laughs> she's pretty, <laughs> yeah. She's a little comic relief there. Um, yeah. And, but kind of badass too, right? Like she can back it up, but she's yeah. like a hotshot pilot. She's kind of like, um, uh, the pilot on discovery is also like, a awesome. Oh pilot, yeah. She, hotshot. Um, Her yeah. Name is, uh, yeah. Um, I'm saying like, yeah. What, you I'm know going I mean. blank. I know exactly um, what you mean. I just can't think of her name right now. Uh, so. But Ortiz, yeah, she's always there with the like the comment. I like I like pretty so. much all the people that we've gotten to know. Like, there's not really an annoying yeah. character yet. I'm sure somebody will surface eventually as the annoying character, but we haven't got one yet. <laughs> so right. yeah, all around pretty good. All right. So moving right along, our premiere, our premiere of. Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yeah. I don't know about you, but I loved it. I mean, that those those first two episodes, it just jumped right in, and everything was go, 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 go. And, you know, that little girl uh, whose name I don't know, but the one playing young Leia was awesome. And, I, I mean, I don't know if, she got, if they directed her that way, if she watched footage of um, Padme and Leia from the – other movies and everything to kind of get the mannerisms and you know just the way they the way the the tone down or whatever but she did a great job 
Um, it's just really sad, and I'm going to bring this up because I'm really annoyed by it, that we live in a world where because of a comment that Disney made that was taken out of context, um, people have attacked her on the Internet, which I think is disgraceful. So if anybody out there is one of those people, hear it now. Stop it. Sorry. Wait, say that again? Uh, They're warding on the what? Are you so people are attacking the actress who played young Leia because yes, Why? on the they're attacking her on the end. Because Disney made a comment about how they're not gonna recast the characters anymore. They're gonna start de they're gonna start de aging them instead. But I'm sorry. The girl is ten years old. Are you really yeah, going to de-age Carrie Fisher? Carrie Fisher, Carrie Fisher to ten years old. Carrie Fisher didn't look like Carrie Fisher at ten. I mean, be realistic, people. And this is very yeah. reminiscent of the hell that people, the hell that people put through, um, put the young actor who played Anakin in *The uh, uh, yeah, Menace*. Phantom you know, Menace, he, yeah. he was a, yeah. They 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 put him through hell on the internet. You know, blaming him for the script, like it's his fault. But they told him to, yeah. you know. Meanwhile, I think he was the best Anakin for a while there. But anyway. Yeah, they um, also, people also really dressed you know. Edward Furlong when he played the young John Connor, right, in T2. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, I don't. Which, you know, he was like I mean, 13, I, I'm just right? tired of it. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I just don't understand, like, what kind of people. I mean, the girl's 10 years old. Leave her alone. What are they saying? She didn't do anything to you. It's just, she's cannon fodder because they're, they're attacking Disney, but they're slighting her to attack Disney. You know what I mean? You know, like, the, you know, cool. they're saying stuff like, oh, why would, why would you get this no-name little girl who can't act when you could have just used Carrie Fisher's likeness? And it's like, yeah, it's bad. Not as bad yeah. as it has I, been in the past, but it, it, it's uncalled for. And just annoyed the hell out of me. I, I wanted to bring it up. So anyway, back to the episode. <laughs> well, Sorry. you know, so while we're talking about this, though, I mean, I thought that, I forget her name, but I thought that child was good. And I thought she, um, I mean, look, if you're going to win an Emmy for this, like, probably not. It's probably the first thing she ever, you know, I mean, it's probably her biggest show ever. And she'll, she was perfectly fine, a perfectly competent young actress. Um, I thought she held her own on the screen, which is almost more important at that age and in this role, like that she has a charisma and a presence on the screen, which she totally did, right? Um, my only thing is, and this is not about her at all, I don't really hang out with kids. And to me, I thought she seemed younger than 10. I, I was like, this kid is like eight, but she's got to be 10 and I'm doing math in my head. And I'm like, I got to ask DJ, like, is that how old a 10-year-old is? Because I just don't know. She is actually 10, too. She was I just looked her up. Her name, because I figure we're talking about her. I should at least have the decency to say her name on the air. Vivian Lyra yeah. Blair. And she was born, she actually, she'll be, actually, actually, she's not 10 yet. She will be 10 in four days. Okay, so she was like nine when she shot it, probably. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so perfectly the normal age that she should be for um, yes. making this, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to ask him, like, she seems a little young for 10, but I don't hang out with any 10-year-olds, so what do I know? And But AJ's raised some 10-year-olds, so <laughs> let me ask him. Yeah. Um, 
So, yeah, I thought she was good. I thought she really, you know, held her on the screen, which is what I want from this kid. She's not going to be performing Jedi. Like, she's not – I mean, it's great. I think it's kind of cool to see young Leia, but it's not about her, right? She's not going no. to carry the whole thing. It's not about her. So, yeah, she was perfectly fine. So, anyway, then about the rest of the whole thing. Uh, overall, um, like a good story. Yeah, I, I got to say, I yeah. like the uh, I like the third sister. Um, she's very smart. I thought that was a brilliant plan. Like she's obsessed with capturing Kenobi. Um, so I I think kidnapping Leia uh, to draw him out because they knew that he was friends with Bale was a brilliant plan. Um, and and if it wasn't for the Grand Inquisitor, it might have even worked because you know had she not you know, the Grand Inquisitor not gotten it in her way and let her control the operation, then, you know, I think they would have been in better shape. Um, hmm. well, of course, you know, Obi-Wan can't get captured in the first episode. I didn't like her, and I, for me, she was a weak link. For me, she's the annoying person on the screen, and I'm like, oh, no, she's back, right? Um, and so to me, she was... I guess I felt like, like in the early part of the episode, it didn't make sense to me why she was acting out. Like we're so used to seeing like imperial characters being like right in line and like parts all about like total obedience, right? I mean, I, I mean, Vader has not really risen to I guess his supreme command yet, and she, I don't know, it, it like they developed her ambition a little bit more as the episode went on. And then it made more sense to me. I also thought maybe that we spent a little more time than we needed to watching her do parkour around, like, you know, the city. Um, well, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and taking, like, I was like, oh, she looks just like Batman sitting up there on top of the building looking down, like, waiting to, like, jump down there. And she does all this, you know, whatever. What was maybe a little, I was like, really? And then her dialogue, I felt, was like, we will find you. you can, I don't know. She was a little annoying to me. But she's just supposed to be the big bad. She's not really supposed to be a person, I guess. And you're right. It was a good plan. And, like, they wouldn't work for her. Like, the Great Inquisitor was kind of a jerk because he was, like, holding it against her that she came from nowhere. And she was, like, scum. Um, Which is kind of crazy because, like, Anakin Skywalker came from nowhere, right? Um, Yeah. Ray, Ray, when she comes, will come from nowhere. Like, like the I don't know. The Empire is very snooty, but then yeah. all these people, like <laughs> well, their yeah, biggest best enemies. Are... <laughs> yeah. But this is, but see, this is this is kind of this is kind of funny because this is why the Sith have always failed. Because you know, back in the old Republic, there was a lot more Sith around, but the problem was every Sith wanted to be the the leader. And then they constantly were fighting amongst themselves, which is common with pretty much any group of villains. You know, they all want to be the leader, and then they end up fighting amongst themselves and making it easier for the, the good guys to take them out, you know. And you got to remember, these, these Inquisitors these inquisitors were Jedi that turned and joined the Empire. Right. So, they're yeah. not, you know, they're kind of shitty people to begin with. So, yeah, I mean, and they all want power, which is why she wants Kenobi, because she figures if she captures Kenobi, she could write her own ticket with the Emperor, you know? They're basically so. all they're basically all Jedi who chose the dark side, right? Yeah. But 
I mean, I mean, I guess that's what Sith, Sith kind of are also, right? They're sort of like the balance and the force against the Jedi. But, yeah. like, these guys were Jedi, and they, like, joined the – I mean, if you join the Empire, you're basically joining the dark side, right? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, what was I going to say about that? And they're all jerks. Uh, but And I guess that's why – you know, I guess I was like, oh, it's a little too much parkour there going on with the third sister. But I guess they're really trying to show us her Jedi skills. Like remind us that she's a yeah. Jedi, um, and they're all Jedi. Uh, I like fake Jedi. Did you like uh, Kumail? Kum, I can't say his name. Kumail Nanjani, who played the like fake yes. um, imposter Jedi. He was great. Nice. And we got a cam- we got a yep, and we got a cameo of one of the clone troopers. Um, we see now that they were cast aside. After, after the Empire won, and we see right. that they decommissioned all the clones, and now they're, you know, some of them are panhandling. Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of other cameos, we had we had uh, Flea was was a bad guy in the episode. Flea from oh. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. it was funny too. Was like, I'm sitting here. I was sitting there and I was watching it, and then they show his face, and I looked at him, and I was like, it was like a shock. Like I, I'm looking at him, and I'm not recognizing. I was, I was like, oh my god, it's Flea! And my son's like, who the hell is Flea? Oh. <laughs> I was like, he's the, the guitarist for Red Hot Chili Peppers, and he was like, oh, okay. <laughs> at least he's heard of the Chili Peppers. <laughs> he didn't say any yeah. were they. Um. Yeah. No. Uh, yeah, he was good. You know, Flea doesn't act that much, but I feel like when he does, he always picks, like, the right role that's really good for him. Yeah. Um, he's never, like, bad, and you're like, why the hell is Flea in this? Um, I mean, he's not, he doesn't, you know, pick starring roles or whatever. He was good. Yeah. Um, how did you like the whole, I liked, I mean, we're, we're sort of doing this episode in reverse, which is totally fine with me. Um, Getting to so we're only like starting to get to Obi Wan. Um, I did that, that sort of prequel, the first like five or ten minutes, which is like recapping multiple movies worth of um, action. I thought it worked pretty well. Like I mean, I've seen yeah. all those movies. I just kind of forgot about them. Um, and I thought I found it helpful to like remind me, okay, these are the important things to remember about this stuff. But I mean, I wonder if people who didn't watch Star Wars could watch that and then know what's going on. Well, I don't know. Why would anybody who's never seen Star Wars watch this? In the first, nobody would, right? That's, like, that's first good, Star Wars that is, thing is going to be the Obi Wan show. That's that's very true. Unless, like, I don't know. Unless, like, you were dating someone who was like, like, I don't know, like you watched it because your husband watched it or whatever. I don't know. I mean, I, I guess. Worked, I mean, did you think it was a good recap? I thought it was a pretty oh, good yeah, recap. Yeah, no, I like the way they did it. I mean, I think it was good because, um, like, all right, like Damon, he's he's seen everything, but he's eight, so his memory only stretches so far, you know? Yeah. Like, he, rem- he remembers the original, it's, it's kind of funny, he remembers the original trilogy. And like, he knows who, you know, he can see the characters from the prequel trilogy and know who they are. 
but he doesn't necessarily always remember everything that has happened because it's been so long since he's seen everything. You know, he's eight, you know, and while we sat, you know, in, in like at one point we sat down and like pretty much watched every one, you know, leading up to the, uh, the other movies, the pre, uh, the sequel yeah, movies, the you know, thing. so, yeah. yeah. So he, he remember like I said, he remembers stuff and he knows who people are, but it's, it's kind of like, it's a little jumbled for him, but he's also watched clone, you know, the animated clone wars with us and everything. And he watched bad batch with us and, you know, so he's familiar enough, but, I think what they did in the beginning there, that kind of like, I think that recap is more for people Damon's age than for us, you know, for people our age who you've either seen them all or you you haven't. And if you haven't, you're not watching the show anyway. Yeah. Well, you know, it's prequel, but I I also like the way they did. It's a combo of old footage and new. Like I thought it was kind of cool the way they showed um, the annihilation of the Jedi and the attack on the Jedi um, school and, you know, yeah. all of that. I thought that was pretty um, – and that's an easy – that's another part of Star Wars that hasn't been explored or told really yet. And I thought they did a pretty good job of reminding us that the Jedi the – Jedi, the Jedi didn't die out. They were wiped out. Like when, yeah. like when, when A New Hope opens, like – Uncle Owen's always saying, oh, Luke, the Jedi died out. The Jedi are dying or whatever. He doesn't say the Jedi were totally slaughtered. Um, yeah. And, like, I, I thought they shot it pretty decently. I'm glad I didn't have to see little kids get killed. Um. <laughs> you know, actually, you know, it's funny. Um, after it premiered on Friday, um, I don't know what day they did, but they added a warning before the episode starts now. Oh yeah, that's like yeah. super violent. <laughs> uh, there's a, like there's a warning about okay, there's there's a warning about the the, ch- the the kids and everything now. Oh yeah, because there was a school shooting like last yeah. week. Yeah, and there's yeah. like it, it it is a school. It's an attack on a school basically. It's an attack on the Jedi yeah. training academy. Yeah, there's a there's a um, there's a warning uh, first episode of Stranger Things too. Yeah. Um, which I didn't get to see, by the way. Um, I thought Ewan McGregor was good. I mean, we know he's a good actor, right? Um, yeah. But I like I like this sort of tired and cautious Obi Wan. Yeah. Well, he's been like, don't get involved. Does it for the last ten years? <laughs> yeah, getting involved. Like, I mean, like yeah. he's not just I, not getting involved. And, I mean, he has a bigger mission, right? But. Right. He is kind of just like not getting involved. Like he tells that other Jedi, he's yeah. like, "Go hide, don't do anything. It's over." Um, well, I think part of it too, and you see it later in the episode when he finds out that Anakin is alive, um, is that he's been carrying that with him for ten years. You can you can see it in his face, you know, when Anakin gets brought up, and then he finds out two seconds later that Anakin's alive, and it really throws him for a loop, you know, for 10 years, he had no idea. And he's, and you could pretty much tell he's been, you know, not only has he been keeping an eye on Luke, but he's been carrying that guilt of killing Anakin with him for 10 years. Yeah. I, I felt funny. like it really showed on his face. It's a lot kind of like the guilt that Luke ends up carrying around about Kylo Ren, except that's way more emo. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> both, of them, both Luke and Kylo Ren are very yeah. emo about the whole thing, right? <laughs> yeah. And, and and speaking of of when he finds out about about Anakin, I thought that was great the way they did that scene where, you know, at the end of the second episode, he says Anakin, and then it flashes to uh, Anakin in the Doctor Tank. I thought that was pretty great. That is cool. Um, especially like, like we never see Darth Vader in the back to tank, right? Like we see him when he's restored to yeah. health. This, I guess, is a weakened Vader yeah. we're going to see. Yeah, I also thought it was kind of interesting, like the ease with which the third third sister, that's her name, right, entered his mind. Like, like they did a good job of showing it. I hadn't really thought about it, but how, like, like, Obi-Wan hasn't used his powers for 10 years while he's been in hiding, right? And they seem to have atrophied a little bit. Like, he has a hard time um, levitating yeah. Leia when she falls, right? And then someone cracks into his brain and, like, two, I mean, granted, she's a, she's a Jedi level, you know, with the Force, but she, she overpowers his brain pretty quickly. He's got to, like, so, exercise that muscle a little, I guess. Yeah. Um, so fun conversation that that we've been having, I've been having with Artie and with friends at work is, you know, everybody's like, you know, this is ten years before a New Hope. How does how does he get so you know how does he get so much older in ten years? And it's it's, five like, years I was like, you know, no, it's ten years before a New Hope. Oh, yeah, so this is ten years from the other. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 So I said to him, I said, I've been, you know, I've been, I've been schooling people today because it just goes to show, you know, as, as, as a human race, you know, with all the technologies and what we have now today, I mean, people, you know, back when we were kids, um, somebody that was in their late forties, early fifties, they looked like an old person, you know? Now we have all these actors and actresses who are 60, 70, 80 years old, and you don't even realize they're that old, you know. Um, Artie and I recently had a conversation about uh, Michelle Yao, and he's like, I can't believe she's 58. And I'm like, she's not 58. <laughs> like, she doesn't look 58, you know. So, yeah. So I school, you know, I gave Artie a little, little factoid today where I said to him, I was like, Okay, because everybody – and I've been hearing this everywhere about, you know, Alec Guinness was so old in The New Hope, and it doesn't make sense, you know, this time frame and everything. Okay, so Alec Guinness, when he was in A New Hope back in 1977, was 40 years old. No way. Alec Guinness was 40 when he played Obi-Wan. All right. Maybe they aged up a little bit, but yeah. And so – Okay. And now so Ewan McGregor – is 51. Oh, wow. So Ewan McGregor right now is older and looks better than Alec Guinness did at 40. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's just, I mean, well, I mean, and everybody's different. I mean, my brother has been gray since he was like 20, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, some people. And, 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 well, I, and I just kind of not gray. Ish, as much, well, <laughs> and I'm 46, let's, 47. <laughs> let's just say, if I put you and McGregor in a cave, if I put you in a cave in the desert for 20 years, you'd look like Alec Guinness by the end of it also. You're probably right. Right? 
Like he lived yeah. in a cave on a desert planet. The sun is going to age yeah. him into Alec Guinness in 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, my whole thing is 1977-40 is not 2022-40. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah, yeah. No, none of the technologies and products and sunscreens and and Botox yeah. and and better filming techniques. Yeah. Um, yeah. Filters and all, so. of course, yeah. Yeah. Um, I I mean, I think it's better so far than Boba Fett. Although I did enjoy like the first episode of Boba well, Fett. Well, that's actually funny. That was that was the very first thing I said. I said, why couldn't Boba Fett have been even half as good as these first two episodes? Yeah. These, so, and you do know really that fast. I don't know why. They did it, but um, it's now going to be on Wednesdays. It premiered on Friday last week, and now it's on Wednesday. So it's oh, on tomorrow. Weird. Okay. Yeah. Which is really weird because June – it's really weird because June 8th is the premiere of Miss Marvel, and Obi-Wan will still go be going on. So usually they don't release them both the same day, but I guess they're just going to stay straight. I mean, it's a streaming platform, so I never understood why they had to alternate them anyway. But Right. I, it's I guess not like to drive up. Yeah. Well, because I guess the way the streaming works with uh, a lot of them, um, or like at least with Disney Plus is, if you turn Disney Plus on, the first thing you go to is what gets, the ratings, like say you go, you turn it on, you watch Obi Wan, then you watch Miss Marvel on the eighth, then Miss Marvel doesn't get the credit that Obi Wan gets. From what I understand, I don't know how accurate that is. Hmm. Something somebody told me. Interesting. Which is why they generally put them on different days, but I guess they decided screw it. <laughs> I guess they were like, whatever, put them on, let people watch them. They do it by streams anyway, not by ratings for the night. So, so anyway. that's next week. Uh, not tomorrow, next no, Wednesday. Two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks for uh, two weeks. Miss Marvel. Okay, tomorrow's June 1st. Yeah. No, tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow's June 1st. Tomorrow's, um, yeah, tomorrow's June 1st. And then, yeah, so, yeah, so Miss Marvel's on next week. Yeah, sorry. I, <laughs> I don't know how to do math and time and dates. <laughs> well, it'll be two Wednesdays, yeah. Um, yeah. So, cool. So, well, I guess did we really wrap that up this fast? I think so. I mean, it was good, but yeah. we moved fast and we kind of covered it all, right? Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, like, I mean, it was a great episode. The, the, both episodes were great, and a lot happened, but nothing happened really story-wise. There was a lot of action, a lot of action. Right. And I, I mean, now he's on the run. I mean, I guess we'll have three more like action-packed kind of episodes. Um, yeah. I kind of, you know, I like how they. I really liked that they chose to. I mean, this is a story about like what Obi Wan Kenobi did while he was watching over Luke, and like you can't make a show about him just sitting in his cave watching Luke. No. And that would basically be like, <laughs> set all over again, right? Um, yeah. And that they decided to like chase him after Leia, I think, is kind of brilliant. That Leia, right? Yeah. Um, they sent him on a mission that is different and takes away from Luke. That's good, but that it also is something that really matters to us a lot. It's cool. Yeah. And 
speaking of really good starts to a show, have you watched anything of Stranger Things yet, or you haven't gotten around to it? I haven't gotten around to it yet. Okay. Um, I've only seen the first two episodes, but they are, I love the first two episodes. Like, they really just dive right into it this year. Um, so I'm really, and, cool. and I'm going to warn you right now, the first episode's an hour and a half, the second hour is an hour and 15. Okay, well, there's only so, six or eight, yeah. eight of them, right? So they're letting them be a little bit yeah, long. Yeah, but like that. But it, um, they're, they're all at least like an hour. And then I guess when it comes back in July, the last two episodes are two hours each. Oh, yeah, they decided to hold the last two till July. Not really sure. Yeah, I, didn't, I, don't, I'm did not that, under, but, I don't understand what they're yeah. doing here, but whatever. So, but, yeah, the first two episodes of the season were really, really good, so. All right. I'll, I'll have them all right. by. I'll be all caught up by next week, I hope. Yeah. All right. So that leaves Yeah, us I probably will, too, because we're really enjoying it, so. All right. Yeah, cool. Well, all right. Have a good have a good night, Karen. Enjoy the rest of your week. Hopefully, Thank you. hopefully Jamie feels Jamie feels better tomorrow. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good week. All right. Have a good week. And uh, we'll do it again everybody. next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And uh, good night. <laughs>